You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have an ultra-transformative week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, Uranus is going retrograde, giving us the opportunity to revamp the situations in our life that have become stagnant. There will be a full blue moon in Pisces, which could help us examine how far we've came on our healing journey. And of course, I'm going to make a separate video podcast for that, as I always do. After two and a half months of being in retrograde motion, Venus is finally stationing direct, so it's time to move to the post-shadow phase of this regressive cycle. And Mars will make the most alignments this week, causing us to be more impulsive than usual. Even though we kind of have a blockbuster week ahead of us, the vibes on the graph happen to be a little bit minimal compared to what's going on through this next seven days. Ambitious energy will be present all the way up until the 29th. And with the week like we have going on, it is definitely going to be one of those moments where we're feeling more driven than normal. We're feeling more motivated than normal. We're feeling more encouraged than normal to get things done. Some of this has to do with the Mars energy and some of that can be channeled in a great way and some of it may need to be curbed but of course I will get to that when I get to those transits. As we get to the 29th all the way up until about the first, solitude, romantic energy, and mental energy will be present. With some of the energy that's brewing around that point in time with the blue moon and Pisces and Mars and Saturn coming together in a complex alignment, we may have some moments where we need some space to ourselves to deal with our stuff. We could find ourselves being in our heads and trying to sort things out and trying to figure out what our next steps is and what we need to do to actually get ourselves in a better position than we are, what we need to do to get ourselves to the next level. Also, with some of that romantic stuff, that could also be one of those things that's on our mind in terms of where our love life is going and Venus's already stationing at that point so our minds could really be on what we can do to improve our romantic scenarios and by Sunday there's a smidge of mental energy we might feel burnt out by that time with some of the transits that are occurring especially with all the high octane stuff to start the week off and Uranus retrograde and things like that so that may be a Sunday where we just need to keep our minds as calm as possible so yeah this is going to be a colorful week for sure let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 28th, Uranus is going into retrograde motion. This planet went into its pre-shadow on May 12th of this year, so think about what type of Uranus themes were occurring in your life. Where were you noticing unconstructive habits that are keeping you small? In other words, where have you gotten into a rut in your life in terms of career situations, in terms of relationship situations, in terms of your personal life, in terms of your social life, and other behaviors that are keeping you from forward movement in your life? When we're being aspected by this retrograde, it shows us where our comfort zone has become a trap. So a retrograde like this shows us exactly where we've hit a plateau somewhere in our life and why it's time to shake things up and make certain changes so that way we can get to the next level. And on top of that, have better circumstances going on in our lives. 
So this shadow period could have brought to your awareness where you might be in a slump somewhere in your life. Through these periods, we get revelations about our direction in life and what to do next. Even sometimes we might have a little bit of confusion of how to get there. This is one of those retrogrades where you kind of have a breakthrough and you're realizing there's a way out of whatever has been blocking your trajectory. Has this been a period where you're starting to break free from the restrictions of others and realizing that you have needs as well? Sometimes this can show up as you're not pouring enough energy into yourself, maybe through codependency in a romantic relationship or enmeshment when it comes down to family or even societal expectations. Sometimes that can cause us to block some of the things that we may want for ourselves and some of our needs. Some of the ways this can show up is not going after the aspirations that you have because of fear of how others might perceive you or again, because you're trying to make everybody else comfortable. So you're essentially doing things everybody else's ways in order to not rock the boat. Another way this can show up is not being your authentic self in order to fit into what everybody else wants for you. So this could be a time of reconnecting with who you are. This could be a time of going back to things that you might've put on the back burner, again, to make other people comfortable. But overall, it could also be a time of slowly finding your voice and speaking your truth and understanding why other people's opinions don't matter. And sometimes you have to align with who you are, even if that means shaking things up and possibly making other people not as comfortable. And speaking of which, has this been a period where you're starting to realize a monotonous existence isn't right for you? Some of this could look like stepping away from traditional things and having a traditional sort of lifestyle. It could be about going for a career that may not be your norm, your typical brick and mortar, maybe nine to five thing. Sometimes this can show up in the way you interact in romantic relationships. And other ways could be just the activities that you like, the social life that you enjoy, the way you go out and engage with other people. Some of that may need to shift for you. And I don't even mean this in the most extreme way possible. Sometimes this goes back to getting out of your comfort zone when it comes down to certain things in those scenarios and approaching life in a more unorthodox sort of way. But either way, it could be a period where you're realizing that you just don't want to go through life doing the usual things giving you the opportunity to do something more than the same old, same old. Has this been a period where you're interested in connecting with people who are on the same frequency as you? Uranus is all about finding your unique tribe of people that are on the same wavelength as you. So has this been a period where you've been wanting to interact with those types more? Have you been more interested in joining communities, groups, affiliations, and associations? Has this been a period where you're starting to realize that you need to reconnect with your core friend group? or solid friendships that maybe you lost touch with. Sometimes this can show up as being open to allowing new people in and getting out of your comfort zone with that. We hear a lot about people putting their walls up when it comes down to romantic relationships, but a lot of times some people become stuck when it comes down to platonic relationships, their friendships, and being open to meeting new friends. So this could have been a time where you're starting to slowly get the urge to start opening yourself back up to the possibility of inviting new people into your life for a sense of community, but also for close friendships. Overall, Uranus retrogrades are a time to have major breakthroughs in our lives about certain situations that need some resolution, especially the complex things in our lives that really need some sort of shock, but in a good way. But overall, this could be a period in your life where you're really trying to adopt that Uranus model of sometimes you got to shake shit up in order to upgrade your life. The signs that'll feel this retrograde more than others will be the fixed modality. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between 17 to 25 degrees of these signs. So if you have planets, chart points, and other placements within these zodiac signs, within these degrees, you will feel this more than others. 
Uranus will be in retrograde for five and a half months, so it is not going direct until January 26th of 2024, and then moves out of the shadow period on May 12th of 2024. So Monday, with Uranus going into retrograde, and then this other alignment will be anything but boring. Mars is making a sesquiquadrate with Jupiter, and this is one of those alignments that's a lot of fun, but we can easily go overboard with an energy like this. One of the things with this alignment is, on the fun end of things, it promotes enthusiasm, ambition, the need to be social, feeling self-assured, going for the gold when it comes down to opportunities, and overall just wanting to experience something exhilarating, wanting to have fun, wanting to go out, wanting to go on an adventure and do something that's out of the ordinary. Another way we can channel this energy is through physical activity. So some of this could be like working out or cleaning the house or doing something that might be labor intensive. Although with an alignment like this, you do want to be a little bit careful not to overdo it because this alignment, like I said, is a harder alignment and it can have its moments where it can be difficult. And that leads me to the more problematic end of this energy. Due to the nature of this transit, we could feel more sure of ourselves than normal. And being confident is great. I always say when it comes down to these really cocky alignments, I would rather you guys be on that end than be not sure of yourself. However, we do need to exercise caution with an energy like this because sometimes we can overpromise and overdeliver because we're feeling so puffed up on ourselves that we think that we can do it all, but you can't do it all. There's only 24 hours in a day, so you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. So an energy like this tends to puff up unjustified levels of confidence leading to dealing with arrogant people, leading to dealing with pompous people, and those with an inflated temper as well. Since this is a Mars-Jupiter transit, Jupiter expands things and Mars has a lot to do with our temperament, so we need to be mindful of being triggered on this day or dealing with people who are a little bit triggery. Sometimes when Mars and Jupiter get together in a hard alignment, I like to say that it's bar fight energy. And just because it's Monday, that doesn't mean that that can't happen. Some people's Mondays are their Fridays due to working on the weekend. But either way, just try to be mindful of your temper because if you're looking for a fight, this is the type of alignment where you'll get your wish. And also just try to be aware of reckless behavior. Try to be aware of carelessness because it tends to be more inflated in this energy. And a lot of that taking your chance energy with this, it can backfire in some ways. Like if this is done constructively and you're making the right decisions and you're paying attention to detail, you might be okay with an energy like this, but because of it, having a more impulsive nature, you just want to make sure you're not rushing into something that seems too good to be true. So yeah, try to channel the most positive qualities of this alignment. On the 30th, we have part two to a Mercury Quincunx alignment with Chiron that could have us in our heads and focusing on the most unfavorable thoughts that we could focus on. Earlier, when I was looking at the vibes on the graph and we saw that mental energy and some solitude energy, this Chiron-Mercury situation was contributed to contributing to that, but also there's going to be a Saturn alignment that's going on with Mars that may also further inflate the situation. The last time we had this alignment was on August 16th, and it has a lot to do with going back and thinking of things that happened in the past that weren't so pleasant. With an energy like this, we can find ourselves dwelling on things that happened that may have been embarrassing, or things that never felt like they were resolved, or things that were left unsaid that we still feel uncomfortable about. And because it's a quincunx, we're not realizing that we're replaying these situations in our mind and really not resolving them in the best way we can. Of course, not everything can be resolved due to certain relationships maybe possibly ending or other scenarios where you may not be able to go back and obviously redo a situation, but an energy like this pops back up to show us it's time to 
release those burdens. It's time to purge our thoughts. It's time to start working on those things. Obviously not overnight things. When those harder things pop up, they're never overnight. Even when it comes down to building something more favorable, that's not an overnight thing as well. But something in this energy, especially for it being in a retrograde energy, is calling for you to look at the situation for what it is. And to find a way to process unpleasant thoughts in a way where it's not stifling you throughout the day or more or less finding ways to purge those thoughts by adopting techniques that help you let go of certain situations from the past and old baggage. Over the next bunch of days, we may need to curb our inner bratty side because Mars is making a sesquic quadrate with Saturn and this could backfire in our face if we're behaving in that manner. Because Mars and Saturn are slower moving planets, we'll be feeling this for about a good five days or so, maybe a little bit longer. And what this does is it brings up the importance of waiting our turn. It brings up the importance of sitting there with our hands neatly folded until something is ready for us. In other words, sometimes we have to wait in life and it sucks. And this is coming from an Aries, you know, waiting sucks. And we all experience those feelings of anticipation. It's how we react towards wanting something now, now, now that can make matters worse and cause us to be more delayed than we already feel because we're dealing with the consequences of our reactions or our actions. So whatever was waiting on the shelf for us may not be ours because of that and for that reason. And when we're dealing with Saturn, that tends to be the case. So if there's something that just needs a little bit more time to simmer, let's just let it simmer because otherwise we may see more delays if we push, push, push. Also an energy like this is great for finally taking action if you need to set limits on yourself or set boundaries with other people people and vice versa. And even though it may not be received well, since this is a problematic, complex alignment, it does push you to take the initiative to speak up for yourself and fight for the fairness you deserve. By the time we get to the third, Venus is going direct. Venus entered pre-shadow on June 18th, then went retrograde on July 22nd. So through this long extended period, what was going on in your life surrounding your love life, finances, self-esteem, values, and a sense of self-worth? Where have you raised your standards in these areas of your life? Was this a period where you're realizing that you're worthy of more than the bare minimum? Did you re-examine the relationships that you have in your life and whether or not they bring a sense of healthy drama or complete theatrics that you want no part of? Was this a period to weed out untrustworthy unions in your life? Was this a period where you realize that you need to start putting yourself first when it comes down to your romantic unions or putting yourself out there more when it comes down to your romantic unions instead of sitting on the sideline? Was this a period where you were coming back to old projects that you had on the back burner, especially in terms of creativity, especially in terms of putting yourself out there, which can translate into art. It can translate to content creation. It can translate into doing something media related or anything that allows you to use your talents and put yourself on display. Was this a period where you worked on spending habits or were realizing that you need to enjoy yourself a little bit more when it comes down to finances? When it comes to your professional life, was this a period where you're realizing that you're needing more in that area? In other words, was this a period where you're realizing that you need to do something that you're more passionate about? And overall, something that allows you to use your skills, your creativity, your talents. Because of the Leo combination with this Venus, sometimes this can show up as taking credit for the work that you're doing instead of allowing someone else to take all the guts and the glory from it. But overall, one of the biggest themes of this retrograde being in Leo 
was about finding ways to express yourself. Take more pride in yourself in a healthy way. Realizing you need more playfulness in your life. And even doing some inner child work. Since Leo deals with creation and children come into play when it comes down to that. So hopefully you guys have had a constructive retrograde that's helped you see what needs to shift in a lot of these areas of your life. That way you can find your place in the sun. The signs that would have experienced this retrograde more than others would be the fixed modality. The fixed signs have really been getting a lot going on, especially with the Uranus retrograde and then this Venus retrograde. So... Yeah, there's a lot going on for you guys. And next week, Jupiter will be going retrograde in a fixed sign. So there's more retrogrades to come. But at least Jupiter retrograde is a softer blow than the other retrogrades. But I digress. The fixed signs would have felt this retrograde more than others. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between 10 to 29 degrees of these placements. So if you have chart points and planets in these signs, you would have felt this retrograde more than others. Now we are moving into the post-shadow of Venus retrograde. So we should be able to go forward forward with more clarity about our situations and feel less stagnant about certain situations that felt unmovable during this time, especially with all the Uranus stuff going on. Uranus was aspecting Venus throughout this retrograde, so this may be a time where you're starting to see movement on situations that felt like they were going nowhere. Venus will be in its post-shadow until October 7th, 2023. Exit Leo on October 8th and move into Virgo. After almost five months of traversing this sign and right out the gate, Venus is making a post-shadow alignment with Neptune that we last experienced on June 19th. And this was just as Neptune was going into his retrograde and a day after Venus hit its post-shadow, pre-shadow. With an alignment like this, we might be reviewing situations concerning deception in relationships or anything to do with finances. So energetically, it reveals the unhealthy side of unions. It reveals the unhealthy side of finances and why we need to get real with ourselves concerning these situations. So it could be a day of uncovering the truth about a situation. It could be a day of coming to terms with a situation. It could be a day of getting out of denial about a situation, especially something that might have been looming over your head since June 19th regarding finances and romantic scenarios. So yeah, what a week. Lots going on. And again, these next seven days will be anything but boring. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.